All right, and we are back with another episode of Joel's Mind. Thank you for tuning in. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I'm super excited for today's episode because today we're going to be talking about the great J. Cole. Yes, Jermaine Cole. If y'all been living under a rock or been away from your phone, then you may not have noticed or been notified that my man's dropped the hardest freestyle probably within the last decade. So if y'all haven't checked it out, there's going to be a link in the description. Do yourself a favor and check it out. But today I want to talk about J. Cole. This man is a living legend, people. We are blessed to have him uh, on our earth and we're going to be blessed again Friday, May 14th when he drops the off season. Um, now, why am I talking about J. Cole? Aside from me being a stan, uh, clearly I'm biased. Uh, I got a KOD album right up top with his signature on it. Uh, it's one of my prized possessions. But the reason why we are talking about J. Cole today is because Joe's Minds podcast is about being a better version of yourself. And who other can we get great insights than J. Cole? So this man has been working people this man has been working for the last several years he's been dropping mixtapes he's been dropping um, albums and they've just you know they've improved in their own way and he's improved in his own way like his whole album his releases and you know just his skills like i'm not even gonna break down like his tracks or anything like that but just his lyrical skills his delivery his metaphors his uh his ad libs his wordplay it all develops go back to 2009 when he released the warm-up you know he he went pretty hard especially back in the day you know what i mean that's when you know lil wayne was popping you know that's when rap was you know not to sound cliche but rap was still rap back then and so you know he was bringing it he was making a name for himself back in 2009 um and just, you know, to hear him go through it all, coming out Born Center in 2013, 2014, the iconic Forest Hill Drives. This man went double platinum with no features to dropping for your eyes only. Like, he, he told the story in the whole album just, you know, beautifully. And then he came out with KOD, speaking knowledge, but also coming with some bangers. And he's going to bless us with the off season. And he has released the interlude. The interlude, I, you know, again, I'm biased. The interlude is pretty dope. But this freestyle, the reason why I'm talking about this freestyle, and the reason why, you know, this freestyle motivated me to talk about J. Cole is because, one, first and foremost, a freestyle, in my definition, what I grew up, understanding what a freestyle was was when you start rapping to a beat off the top of the dome you're not you're not necessarily the definition of a freestyle is basically you're rapping um without you know the the music being created for those lyrics if that makes sense so you're basically taking these bars and and placing them over a beat uh, in different beats that would be considered a freestyle in the music world to my understanding whereas 
you can memorize a couple bars and you can tweak your tone and your um, cadence to the beat, you know, and consider that a freestyle. That's not what I can consider a freestyle. Because if you're memorizing that shit, then um, come on, people. That makes it easier. You just got to figure out how to, you know, get the rhythm and the beat down with your words. Um, this freestyle, I truly believe, is off the top of his head. Um, and the reason why I say that is because he does too. Um, what was it, 93 to infinity or 98 to infinity? And then uh, Jim Jones, sorry, Mike Jones, forgive me. Mike Jones is, um, was it still tipping? Tipping on fofos, sitting on fofos. So on, on still tipping, He's rapping it. As he gets to the end, he messes up. And you can tell this this man's focused. Like, this man's getting it. This man's just going, you know, he's in the zone. And just a little bit of slip up, it throws him off. But if, if y'all have been around rappers that freestyle or you've seen them, like, they're locked in. You know, it's, it, it's, it's you're just on his train ride. And it's going hard. It's going fast. Because you got a lot going on. You got to think about the delivery. You got to think about the beat. And you got to keep it all together, you know. The better it sounds, the better it flows, the harder it is. And so at the end of Still Tipping, he messes up and he's like, ah, oh, fuck. And you know what I mean? He's just like May 14th, four soul drives. Fucking the offseason is coming out. Um, and so I'm that to me, that indicates that, you know, this guy was going off the top of his head. But he was going so hard. He honestly, like, if he told me that he, you know, he, he told the world that he memorized some bars, I would remember, be, I, I would remember, I would believe it because it was just so, just, I, you know, not that it was rehearsed, but it was almost, that's how good it was. He delivered it with no mistakes, no pauses, no hiccups, and it was just hard people. So why am I talking about him? Because this man has been dropping music he has been dropping uh content and you know I, I dissected it a little bit and i want to share this with y'all on how this pertains to being a better version of yourself um so if y'all haven't uh checked out his short documentary that he released um called uh, applying pressure it is just a 12 minute video he he's talking with um 21 savage and 21 Savage ask him why the off season. So he breaks it down and, and kind of uh, explains why he he's calling it the off season. Um, and he talks about how back in 2009, you know, he, he had some good music. You know, this was right around the warm up. I'm not sure if exactly if it's before or after he releases the warm up. I think it sounds like it's kind of before he released the warm up, but he said he had music. So you know, he said back in 2009, he just graduated from college. Uh, you know, he was broke, just like every fucking college student out there. But he was broke, didn't have a job, was trying to pay rent. And he said he, he felt comfortable. He was complacent with the music that he had. And he was at a party and his friends pulled him aside and was like, yo, and he, and he says it. His words, it was an, it was almost like an intervention. He's like, they pulled me to the side and they're like, yo, what are you really doing? You know, what are you doing with your music? And so they, they call him out and they challenge him. And they're like, yo, you got to be doing something. You got to be doing more. You know, you got to take it serious. And so after that, he said, you know, he started 
you know, drilling himself with his lyrics, his lyrics and his in writing down um, verses and whatnot. And so he came out and, and pushed himself and got him to the warm to the warm up. And what triggered him, he said that, you know, he had a realization from that was that he didn't want to look back 10 to 20 years from now and be like, you know, I, I didn't make it in music. And he had said he didn't want it. He didn't want the reason why he didn't make it in music because he didn't put the work in. Now, this is this is very important, people, because when it comes to us being better versions of ourselves, when it comes to us, you know, obtaining goals and setting those goals, it's it's as much it's much like it is your whole life. 10, 20 years. That's that's two decades, you know, but that's that's still a fraction of your time. That's not your whole life. And J. Cole, as a young individual, is able to realize that, you know, our time is limited. And his time with music is going to be somewhat limited. He's not going to be rapping until he's 65. I mean, he maybe he is, maybe he's not. But what I'm trying to say is that he knew at some point there was going to come, there was going to be an end to it all. And the key takeaway from this from just that little piece that he talks about is he didn't want to look back and have regrets. Now, why and how this pertains to being a better version of yourself, people, is, you know, we oftentimes take ourselves for granted. We don't pit ourselves first. We often get caught up with work. We get caught up with family. We get caught up with life's uh, trials and tribulations. And we forget to pit ourselves first. We forget to pit ourselves as a priority. And with that is that work is being a better version of yourself is pitting in the work. It's a, it takes a lot of work people. And you know, if you're a J Cole fan like me, you understand that this man has been a lot of work to become better and, and to be him. And, um, his music is just fire. Like it's undeniable. Like he's a, a living legend right now. Like he's going to go down as one of the coldest rappers of all time. That's for damn sure. Um, but anyways, I wanted to want to talk about how later in the documentary, he, he talks about comfort is the enemy and how being complacent, getting comfortable is you know is what ends us he says the fruits of our labor start to go against us and when he when he shares that he's talking about himself at a time where he's made it he's making money he's living in the luxurious life and you know he's not in 2009 where he's a broke graduated a college student trying to make it in the world after all the time that he's putting in He's living the dream. He's living. He said he did exactly what he said he was going to do. And he's, you know, at the top. And then he said he realized that, you know, the fruits of his labor started going against him. And he started getting complacent. And he's and he talks about not just himself, but he talks about, you know, the music industry as well. He talks about a lot of rappers. He's like, as once they start getting complacent, that's when, you know, they start to fall off. And I think this is also important, a really good takeaway when it comes to being a better version of ourselves. 
Because once we get to that point of being a better version of ourselves than we are our best self, it's very similar where we can start becoming that best version of ourselves can start becoming going against us because we're starting to get complacent and we're not looking to improve. Now, that's just sounds fucking tiring. <laughs> I know you're, I know you're thinking, I know you're thinking it. it. It sounds tiring. Imagine being 50 years old and being like, man, I made it. You know, I got a career. I got, you know, 401k, I got stocks, I got assets, and I got a family. You definitely deserve to chill. You definitely deserve to, you know, be comfortable. But my question is, how long do you go until that comfortable becomes uncomfortable? I'm going to keep it real with y'all. I'm in a comfortable place. And I know if I continue just doing what I can, you know, what I'm basically structured to do in my life, work Monday through Friday, get off at five o'clock, you know, make plans on the weekends, take holidays off, take vacations. I'm, I'm in my point in my life where I'm looking at that and I'm like, damn, is that what I really want? Do I really want to be able to predict my life, you know, 10 years from now and still doing the same thing? And I'll be honest with you, people, that shit's scary. That scares me. I'm like, bro, I don't know if I want that life. But that's just, you know, that's my my work. The same goes with with me and who I am. And, you know, and and I think it's important for us to Take a look at ourselves and think of like that in that way. Are you okay with being who you are today, 10 years from now? Like if nothing changed, your mind mentality, your, your, your way of living, your lifestyle, the habits, the things you do is if, if you can project that 10 years from now, 20 years from now, right now, I want you to ask yourself, would you be okay with that? Does that scare you or does that make you feel comfortable or make you feel okay? Are you willing to accept that? I think that's the biggest question that we all have when it comes to being a better version of ourselves. It's identifying what exactly we need to do to change or, you know, what we need to do to be better. And there's, there's a lot. So if you're thinking like, well, I don't know what else I could do better. There's a lot of people our mindset, our attitudes, our outlook on life, our core beliefs, the way we eat, the way we move, the way we have fun, the way we socialize, the way we interact with others that are not like our friends and family, and the way we also interact with our friends and family, who we are to our relatives, who we are to our environment. There's there's so many different levels and different things we can do to become better. And it's, it's never ending. But going back to the question, are you okay with being who you are right now, today, 10, 20 years from now? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not at all. 
Like, and, and that's not to discredit who I am today. And, and that's, that's not to shame who I am today. That's not to say that, you know, I'm not doing good enough or I'm not, I'm not happy. That has nothing to do with it. But 10 to 20 years from now, that means I've taken that many more steps in my life. I've been on this earth that much longer, 10, 20 years longer. I hope I learned something new. I hope I, I grow continually. You know, I, I hope I don't hit a plateau and I'm just the stump of a, of a tree. You know what I mean? Like, and the scary thing is people is to be honest, we have a choice to some degree. But life does this thing. It does it. It, it does its thing where it's gonna throw a bunch of curveballs at you, and you're gonna have to choose whether you want to grow, adapt, you know, freeze, or tuck away. And it's important to just to keep these in mind while we're moving forward in life. Especially when we're successful, especially when we do when we say we're going to do because being a better version of yourself and being that best version, it could possibly start going against you if you start believing that there isn't a better version of you. There isn't another level. And I, I think J. Cole, he, you know, he hits a hard. He talks about your, your craft, you know, like always working on your craft. He talks about sports and music, you know. And I want to translate that as your craft is your, it's, it's you. It's bettering yourself, learning about life, you know, going through whatever it is you're going to go through and, and how you're going to tackle that. And one thing I, I want to point out is he talks about how a group of friends pull him to the side and had an intervention with them. That's also an indication that being around certain people who are also like-minded and trying to, you know, be better, or, you know, and it's not even just being better, but having the be your best interest. Being surrounded by those people are, is really going to make the difference in your life. Imagine if J. Cole did not have friends like that, people. Let's just go down this rabbit hole. Back in 2009, he didn't have those friends. And he dropped the warm-up. But he didn't drop it so aggressively. So prepared. I don't think we'd have the same J. Cole that we would have today. And without him having that realization of, damn, I don't want to look back 10 to 20 years from now. And tell myself, like, damn, I could have done more. I should have done more. And I would have been great. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it real with y'all. This motherfucker's great. This motherfucker's a great rapper. Like, he is solidifying his legacy in the rap game. So he really took that intervention and, inter and inter internalized it. And learned something from it. And it's worked. You know, I mean... Not, I mean, and, and not everything that he produced after that was his favorite. You know, he, he talks, you know, the, his track in Born Center, Let Nas Down, you know, he, he talks about going through his trials and tribulations in the in the music industry. You know, he was signed on to Rockefeller from, with Jay-Z and, you know, he thought he made it, but he ended up walking away from it and doing his thing. But to be honest, 
that's probably the best thing he's done for himself and what's also solidified his legacy because if he was still making music for dollar bills and for the charts you know he probably wouldn't be different from the littles that he'd be talking about in his in his music but he did something he wanted to be great you know and you don't have to i'm not i'm not i'm not trying to project that you guys need to be great in order to be a better version of yourself but the the concept still applies being surrounded by people by people that are going to help you be a better version of yourself and and putting in the work to be a better version of yourself is going to get you somewhere rather than being complacent and being comfortable and not doing anything at all and that's what this man has been doing and that's why he's the goat because he's been working hard he's been working hard and he hasn't dropped anything for a couple of years but completely worth it and i mean he says this album has been years in the making and i believe that i believe he's been you know perfecting his craft this dude hit double platinum with no features he even one of his tracks he talks about how every feature he's been on every feature he's he's done he's always killed it and I, I can see the growth in him even now like that was a flex for him to hit double platinum with no features that's basically saying i don't need anyone to make it I, all i need is myself but now i'm not even gonna doubt that there's gonna be some features on this album there's definitely going to you heard it here first on Joel's mind. He's definitely going to have some features on this album. And and he's already done different features. Like, he's done different features outside of, you know, his work with other people over the past couple of years. And that's just to go to show that, you know, who he was at one point back in 2014, 2014 before he still drives. You know, he was, he was flexing that hard being hitting that double platinum with no features and and over the years you know obviously you know he did it he he got more features and the one um with 21 savage a lot that went hard you know and and i i think that's a good you know a metaphor to look back on our in ourselves i think at some point we're gonna do things that we didn't think we we're gonna do or, or go against the things that we said we were gonna do you know what i mean like and that's that's for our, our, our journey. That's for us to encounter that and battle that when we get there. But just keep in mind that, you know, sometimes it's not the best. It's not the it's not the worst thing for you. It actually might better you. And it might have taken those years for you to understand the other side of that perspective that you said you weren't going to do or you didn't think you could do. Everything happens for with a reason. And my man, J. Cole, is super intentional. So I'm excited for this album. May 20, May, May 14th, 2021. The off season will be released. And your boys are gonna listen to it. So uh with that, I just want you guys to remember to work on yourself, work on your craft. And at some point, the fruits of your labor may turn against you. So always be ready to continue to pursue the better version of yourself. All right. 
You guys have a wonderful day. Have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good evening, and I'll see you on the next episode.